guys, welcome back to Real Deep Stuff with Christy and Michelle. Yay! We have survived day four of walking the Camino and we had a really good day today. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah. How was it different? In every way, it was just better. (laughs) (laughs) So the walk was better? The walk was better. Where we stay is better. <laughs> Town is better. Yes. Just everything. Everything. Weather was better. Yes. Yeah. So no inclines today. I mean, maybe like a little little bit of one, but nothing like the grueling day yesterday. And when we got to the albergue, I mean, everybody was talking about what a hard day that was. So we, we pwned it. We survived. And yeah, we already talked about how rough it was at that particular place that we stayed at and um, very happy to leave there. We actually set our alarms for the earliest day mm-hmm. we have yet because we wanted to get out of there quickly. <laughs> Apparently, it was just our room. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Lucky us. <laughs> so I had this irrational fear in the middle of the night that we were exposed to black mold. So um, I we just prayed against that and we're moving on. So yeah, this this place is really nice. Yeah, I mean, it's still simple, but it's it's got air conditioning. The other place did not have that. What else does it have? Big bathroom. A very huge bathroom. Yeah. Comfortable beds. And it's clean. It's very clean. Yeah, so we're in the town of, oh my gosh, Pla- Plaza de Rey. I believe that's how you say it. Plaza Fun. de Rey. But there's no L. I don't know. It's something like that. Something like that. We had a really fun time walking around the town. So, but before we get there, um, at breakfast this morning, we met a really cool young woman. Her name is Carmen. She is from Hong Kong. So she is a cardiac nurse, and she quit her job to do this. And then when she goes back to school or back home, I said, you know, what are you going to do? And she said, well, I'm going to either go back to school or I'll go find another job. So that was um, that was pretty neat. She's the second person we have talked to on this trip. That the other one was the uh, Korea, the surgeon from South Korea who also quit his job, and then he knows he's going to go back and start a clinic when he returns. But this is a pretty big commitment for a lot of people that are making like major life changes. Yeah, because they they're doing pretty much the whole thing. They're doing they're gone for a month or yeah. so, all by themselves. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think Carmen said she had a friend that was going to go with her, but then couldn't. I think it was work or something, so she is doing it by herself. Yeah, so she was really, really nice. We enjoyed uh, breakfast with her, and then we, yeah, we took our walk, and it was very cool and comfortable and much more scenic. Oh, we had fun with the cows. Yes. They just crossing the street. Yeah. It's a little one-lane road. I don't know what would happen if two cars tried to come at the same time. Well, they kind of did that with the taxi driver. Yeah, I guess they just duck and weave everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So the farm is on one side and the pasture is on the other side of that little road. And every morning, I guess, he lets the cows out to go into the pasture. And there were so many mamas with their baby calves. It was so cute. And then there was one mama and her calf that were taking a little bit longer. So he had to go get them and bring them across. And as he's concentrating on them, you want to tell them? (laughs) 
the horse snuck out. <laughs> he did. He totally <laughs> snuck out. He looked like a like a fourteen year old kid sneaking out the window. He he was his tail was up and. But he got caught. He got caught. The farmer turned around. And he's like, "Whoa!" Because the horse started coming at us, and he was like <laughs> breaking out of jail. Man, he had this wild look in his eye, like this is it. <laughs> and the horse. The owner's like, "Nope." <laughs> So that was really fun, and I got it on video too, which is pretty cool. Got some pictures too. That was really, that was really fun. We saw some sheep today. We saw cats. Yeah, some cool and more uh, really beautiful cemeteries and mausoleums. And we stopped at this really cute, cool little cafe place. It looked like actually it looked to me more like Ireland. Stone walls on the inside, exposed beams. It was pretty neat. You got your, what do you call it? A cafe? Cafe con leche. Cafe con leche. Coffee with milk. Coffee with milk. Okay. I'm not so much a coffee drinker. I Basically don't know a latte. A latte. <laughs> and yeah, so we were walking. I, I have to just, I'm going to get on a soapbox, so you're going to have to bear with me. And I'm going to try to keep it under control. But something happened today that got me so mad. I was mad for like an hour. I mean, fuming mad. So we're walking along and we had looked ahead to see where services might be. Like where is the Banos? Because we really, we had, we were prepared, but we really don't want to go in the bushes. And so it looked like there was one two miles away from where we would start from this morning. And we thought, okay, two, two miles is going to be perfect. So we set off. And when we got there, there was two men and like three maybe older teenagers. And it's a little, um, I don't want to say it's a town. It's more like a village, would you say? Yeah. You know, like a village. There's no like stores and stuff like that. It's like houses and, and really hostels. And so this man comes walking over to us. And we see the sign for water closet. We're very excited about that. <laughs> and he comes walking over to us. And I notice he has a Bible in his arm, under his arm. And so he kind of says, hey, ladies, how are you guys doing today? And we're like, you know, well, thank you. And he's like, how's your feet? And we said, our feet are fine. You know, he's like, oh, no blisters. And we're like, no, we're good. And because I saw his Bible, I mentioned my back because I, I thought he was asking about our feet to see like maybe if he wanted to like pray for us because he's not a doctor. He's a preacher because he is. He is one. He's from Virginia and I can't remember the church name, but I won't say it anyway. And they are over there for like service work for a couple for two weeks. And he says they come over here every year. He says his heart in, is service in Spain. And so they help run one of these albergues and um, put people up and stuff. And he was saying that they didn't have anyone for last night. It was completely empty. They had one reservation, and I think it was either no-show or he canceled or something like that. So they had nothing to do. So they were going to be going into Santiago today to go to church and just kind of bomb around, which is fine. And so anyway, he asked us about our feet and then I, so since he mentioned that, I said, I said, actually, our feet are fine, but I tweaked my back and it's quite painful. And I was kind of seeing if he would ask to pray for my back because that would have been okay with me. 
and he just glossed right over that. <laughs> and, and then he, um, he went into asking us, like, you know, where, where did we start from? All that kind of stuff. And how did, how did the conversation get started? He was asking us what we did. And he said, um, he goes, yeah, you know, my, I, I do, my calling is here in Spain. He goes, you know, my wife doesn't ever want to come. She's, she's back home taking care of mother. I don't know if it's his mother or her mother. I don't know. And in the meantime, and he says, so what do you, what do you ladies do? And he said something like, do you work? And he goes, oh, no, wait, I'm not allowed to ask that. My wife gets mad at me because asking women if they work, because women that stay home, if, if you stay home, he goes on this entire mantra about this. And I'm just standing here going, I just need to pee. <laughs> we're both, we were both like really ready to go to the bathroom. And he's on this total tangent about, you know, how he needs to correct his mindset about women actually work if they're at home. And none of that is sitting quite well with me. <laughs> so um, he says, yeah, my wife doesn't want to come here. She, she's home taking care of mother. And, you know, it's funny. She says that, uh, she says to me, you say your your calling is in is in Spain and you'll come over there you'll go over there and you'll clean the bathrooms and you'll take care of the bedrooms but you'll clean the bathrooms there but you won't clean the bathrooms here at home and I just oh the whole conversation to me was just kind of going sideways and I couldn't kind of help myself <laughs> and I said you know it's funny what your wife said because I just heard a sermon back home, right, that like the day before we left. It, it was a, a husband and wife, the pastor and his wife were doing a, a team sermon, talking about how in their younger years of marriage, um, he was in a, he was in ministry and he would travel and with ministry, doing, as he said it, doing the Lord's work. And then he would come home and he would be just dog tired and all he wants to do is just sit down in his chair, kick his shoes off and eat and just be resting. And instead, she would meet him at the door with three screaming kids and being like, okay, tag, you're in. And he was like, I'm tired. I've been doing God's work. I just need to rest. And they got in a big fight about it. This was the sermon, <laughs> part of the sermon. It was an excellent sermon, by the way. Got a big, big fight about it. And he had a mentor at the time, and he's like, I'm going to go call my mentor because he wanted to have justification that he was in the right, that he'd been away on ministry, so he therefore deserved to be able to come home and sit down and do nothing. Unlike her, who was, you know, also doing God's work, raising three kids while he was gone. And so she said, yes, call the mentor. So he called his mentor, and he said the mentor said to him, if you are too tired to come home and help take care of your family, then you shouldn't be traveling doing God's work because your family should always get your A-game. And he said that that just changed their marriage. It saved their marriage is the words that they used. So, so the point was, you know, if, if you're doing all these things in the name of God all over the world, you, you better make sure you're taking care of your family first. That's your first ministry. So I shared that with this guy and he absolutely didn't even acknowledge it. Not for a second. He just went right back, right? Mm 
Mm-hmm. He went right back to how women who stay home are still working. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you totally didn't hear anything I said. And at that point, we kind of needed to get going. Oh, he, he asked us if we were believers, and we said yes. And he wanted to know all about the churches we attend. Well, actually, only the one you attend in Texas. He didn't ask me any. I think at this point, he and I weren't on a great foot. <laughs> <laughs> so he was now only talking to you. <laughs> and um, and he goes, so, so you guys are saved? And we're like, yep. And uh, at this point, you know, we really got to kind of got to get on our way. And so here's, here's where I got mad. <laughs> His other buddy comes out of a room and he's out of a door and he starts locking it and we said you know we're we're here to to use the the baños to the the water closet and you know can we please and remember they didn't even have anybody stay with them last night and they were going into town to go to church and then have fun and take a day off which is nothing wrong with that except the guy that was locking the door this guy that um i won't mention his name the preacher uh, calls over to him and says, hey, can these ladies use the water closet? And the guy goes, well, you can if it's before nine because we close at nine. Oh, look, it's five after nine. Nope, we're closed. And Michelle and I just kind of look at each other like, is this happening? <laughs> and and I said, seriously? Because the thing is, if that guy hadn't held us up talking and talking and talking about how what defines a woman's work, in his personal life, we would have been in and out of the bathroom already. We just had to pee. And the guy walks by us, doesn't even say hello or anything. And he's like, we're late. We're late. We got to stay on schedule. And I'm like, stay on schedule for what exactly? Oh, that's right. A church service and a day off. I mean, I get it. I go on mission trips all the time. And there's planes you have to catch and buses you have to catch and things that commitments you've made. But this was their day off. So um, the guy looks at us and says, not the preacher, but the other guy looks at us and says, you know, there's, there's another one about 700 meters up the road. You can wait till then, can't you? And we just looked at each other in absolute disbelief that they literally weren't going to unlock the door and let us do this. We were the only two people standing there. And I just, at that point, had nothing else really nice to say. <laughs> I just, just that I looked at him and I, I looked at the preacher who at that point could have easily said, it's my fault. I held them up talking. Let's just open the door. But he didn't say a word. I, we gave him the chance and he didn't say a word. And so I just looked at Michelle and I just, I just looked at the guy. And I'm like, well, looks like we got to go. And I was just, I was done. And so we left and we start walking and we walked for a long time, more than 700 meters, came to a bar slash restaurant at, what, 8.30, 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Surprise. Closed. We get to the next one up the road. Closed. And then we get to the next one up the road. Closed. Yes. It took us four stops to find one that was open and a very long walk. We had to go to an entirely another town to find one, which was the one that I said would look like Ireland. And I am the whole time just like spitting nails mad. I'm just like, how, 
okay, there's so many things wrong with what just happened. <laughs> he said, oh, I didn't tell you the punchline. When the wife said to him, you'll go to Spain and clean toilets, but you won't clean ours. He said to her and told us, honey, you know my calling is in Spain. So how does that make her feel? She's taking care of an elderly woman, one of their mothers. I, I can't, I can't. So there's all of that, okay? But then, you know, the Bible talks about taking care of God's family. And it's kind of like, like you were saying, it's like once he found out we were saved, he was like, okay, I'm, I have no interest here. He never offered to like even pray for my back or ask me. He didn't stick up for us when, when it was 110% his fault. We were, we literally, you guys, we were literally like 15 steps away from the bathroom. This is, was, was all happening right here. I have a friend named Eric, and he is one of the most generous people with his time and energy. He will help anybody who needs it. And I, when I was leading a Bible study once, I had him come and speak to the moms. It was about raising sons. And I said, you know, Eric, you know, you're just a really great guy. Would you please come share some wisdom? And I'll never forget one of the things. He did a great job that day. And one of the things he said was, you can't help everybody all the time. You just can't. Because one, you're just one person. And two... If you always step in to help, it may rob the other another person when it was really supposed to be for them. So he goes, so I have a little formula I live by. Is when I'm in a situation that there's a need, what I say to myself is I'm gonna count to three. And if no one else volunteers, it's it's me. It's this was meant for me. And I'm just thinking about this and I'm like, you guys had a chance to be church. You were so worried about being late for church, which running late was kind of your fault to begin with because they were leaving at 9.05 and not 9. Um, but like, they they had a chance to be church. Would it have, would have made them five more minutes late to church? Yeah, but in the meantime, you're doing God's work right there. And I just, I couldn't get... Oh, I just couldn't get my head around it. They were just so unloving and unkind and unhelpful. <laughs> and he's carrying the Bible around under his armpit. I'm just like, it's people like you <laughs> that make me so angry. And trust me, before lightning strikes me, I'm the first one to say I have passed up opportunities to help people before. But it has been for reasons of uh, legitimately, like literally couldn't help them. And yeah, there have been times where I simply wasn't into it. You know, I it's a whole nother podcast to talk about what you do to help people. But in this moment, we're standing there asking to go to the bathroom. And it just reminded me, uh, and all they had to do was unlock a door. That's all they had to do and wait five minutes for the two of us to go. And it just reminded me of this verse that, that Jesus said, uh, you know, when he talks to his disciples and, and says, you know, they're like, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or naked? And he said, 
you know, when I was, because I, when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me a drink. When I was sick, you came to see me. When I was naked, you clothed me. And they're like, when did we see you do all these? And he says, when you've done it for the least of these, you've done it to me. And this was just one of those moments that two ladies walking on a Camino that needed to go to the bathroom were kind of the least of these. And they just couldn't be bothered with it because we weren't souls to save. And... <laughs> And we weren't their calling because they had to get to church. And it just blows my mind. And I, I, when we walked away from that, I told Michelle, I said, these people from Virginia have been far and away the rudest people we've met on this walk yet. So what I tell myself and what I tell my husband and tell my kids, and I've said it on the podcast before, in life, when things come up, when unexpected things come up, or, or expected things, big things, we have a choice to be either the hero or the villain in the story. And whenever possible, choose to be the hero. Like, that could have been an entirely different feel. If they had unlocked that door, we would have been like, gosh, thank you so much. Instead, they chose to be the villain. And the thing is, is he said they go there every year same place every year and they've already already been there over a week and i looked at michelle and i'm like you tell me they didn't know these bars and restaurants weren't going to be closed on a sunday morning at 9 a.m i think they knew that because <laughs> it took us like how much farther did we walk it was at least a half an hour yeah i don't remember it was at least a half an hour and um and it was just it was upsetting and discouraging that if he's treating us like that who else is he treating like that I, obviously he treats his wife like that so you know what we can do with this is i was mad about it for a long time <laughs> he was just a jerk and in the name of god which is be very careful with that right so what I can take away from that, as I said, Lord, when I have done that, show me, show, show me, show me, show me, so I could ask forgiveness, course correct me, so I don't do it again. Please don't let me make someone else feel about me and Christianity and you the way he made me feel, because the way they acted, the way he acted, it just gives Christians a bad name. And he's a preacher. And those three young adults with him, I thought, hmm, I wonder what you're learning. You're learning all of this. And it made me sad because he could have been the hero, but he chose to be the villain. And the other dude was just stone cold. <laughs> he just, he wanted nothing to do with us. But they got to church, I guess. So um, my takeaway is, you know, I'm being very careful to not judge lest I be judged, but am I way off base with any of this? You can feel free to say whatever you want, Michelle. No. <laughs> and uh, we had to shake it off. We just had to, sh we put in earbuds and uh, I started listening to my podcast and you were listening to music and it took us a while to like start over after that and then we did and then we had a really wonderful rest of the day, but I was just, I walked away from that feeling sad that we were not five minutes 
later because then we could have missed them and avoided the whole thing <laughs> or if they had left at nine instead of nine oh five we wouldn't have ever even met them but there was an opportunity my point is there was an opportunity to to be the hands and feet of Christ and unlock a door to a bathroom I mean that's really not donating a kidney really so yeah that was that was that so I don't know if, if these people will ever ever hear this but this is our side of how things went today and I hope that you treat other people a lot better than you treated us women who in your mind as you said don't work if they're inside the home so there's a lot to unpack there and anyway the rest of the day was great so we got into town you went I've talked a lot. Do you want to say anything? No, I mean, it was great. Got here, unpacked, looked around, and yeah, spent the whole day walking around. Found our, our first, like, true, like, higher-end gift store, which was really fun to go in. We... Not a lot was open. Being no. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Heard a jazz a saxophone player, street player. That was fun. And for dinner, we, we had some translation problems with the server, who I think was a little frustrated about it. But we, anyway, we wound up ordering, instead of the pilgrim menu, which is a, they give you an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert, you pick th- of three choices in each of those categories. That wasn't really working with the translation. We just couldn't. We could. I was watching your face. You were trying so hard to understand what he was saying. <laughs> we just we tried our translate on our phone and everything, and finally he just wrote on the table our dollar amount that we were allowed to spend, and we just. <laughs> so it was our first time ordering off menu. Yeah, basically still got the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I this time I put the the they have like a very thin, filleted like. They call it steak. It's steak. It's beef. And this time I cut it up and put it on my salad, which was great. It tasted like an entirely different dish. It was great. And um, I think he was kind of happy to see us leave. (laughs) 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 Because this was the place that, like, locals go. Yeah. So (laughs) we we just thanked him very much. He was very nice. A couple things to say about Spain that we've learned is that the water pressure is unbelievable here. It is like fire hose. So awesome water pressure. And they love their hot water. It is like melt your skin off hot. So that's been a nice surprise. Very nice. I really didn't know. I didn't know. So we've had nice, hot, powerful showers, which have been great. So yeah, so today, how long did we walk? Four hours? Yeah, it was, well, so walking here was like seven and a half miles, but then when we're done walking around town, all in, we're at 11.3 miles. So it was a lot of, a lot of walking today. Tomorrow's walk will be about eight point, what? About eight and a half. About eight and a half. So we're going to. Try to get another early start and beat rain. We we beat the rain. It didn't even, it didn't rain all day. It rained just a little bit at like 7 o'clock tonight. But we were trying to get up early. Yeah? Yep, and it worked. 
totally worked. Well, we wanted to get up early and get out of that place too. That's true. <laughs> so we're gonna try to get up early again, and it was it was just a really great day. Oh, we met uh, Beverly from California. She was delightful. We saw our UK friend, our the retired nurse Debbie. Got a picture taken with her with her this time. Met, oh gosh, a retired couple from Florida, and two different sets of pairs of people from Australia. Anybody else? And then Carmen from Hong Kong. Was there anybody else that we actually talked to? I don't think so. Okay. So it's really fun to just keep meeting people from all over the world. We might have different political views, religious views, social views, you know, chocolate, vanilla, ice cream views, but we're all here doing this Camino together, and it's just, it feels like a a really neat worldwide community activity. It's pretty cool. It is. Yeah. You ready for bed? Yeah. <laughs> we should probably do these sooner in the evening. <laughs> so we're going to sign off for now. So day four was successful. My back is feeling a bit better. I'm, I'm even trusting it will feel better tomorrow. Not slow. Well, I mean, it's not It's not slowing us down. I mean, I'm walking carefully. but like, We walked faster today than we have been. We beat our luggage here. Yeah. <laughs> By like an hour. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did good today. Looking forward to another good day tomorrow and meeting more wonderful people and just really enjoying this beautiful country of Spain and and all the, the animals and scenery. It's been, oh, and we heard our first cuckoo today. I, I got it on video. A cuckoo bird. Like they really, not like a cuckoo clock. Well, there was like a cuckoo bird that they based it on. We got to hear that today. I know. That was pretty special. That was. Yeah. All right. So we'll tell you tomorrow what happens when we get to our next town. And in the meantime, plot, I <laughs> can't say it. Plaza de Rey has been wonderful to us. Nice town. You should come visit it. It's great. Anything else? Nope. <laughs> we both had Benadryl coursing our veins to go to sleep. <laughs> so we uh, will catch you tomorrow. Day four in the books. Good night. Buenas noches.